Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! And just like that, pretty much everything that we said on our podcast and on this show is completely different when it comes to Grizz Hoops. What's up, everybody? Coulter Nuanas uh, coming to you here from the ESPN MT studio from the Missoula Broadcasting Company. If you're listening, you can hear us on 1029 ESPN Radio or maybe you're uh, streaming on the ESPN MT app. You can also always find us online at 1029 ESPN.com. We're almost always on SWX Montana television as well. We could be. We might be today. We'll see. Uh, Grizz softball just wrapped up a uh, win over the University of Providence. So I'm not sure uh, if they're taking a break and that's a doubleheader and there's another one coming at us. Or if there's on a commercial and we'll come back. Either way, no use dwelling on it because we got a ton of stuff to get to. A bombshell last night. I was down at SWX Montana Television recording a couple TV bits with our good buddies, uh, Sean Rainey and Zach Kaplan. And uh, as soon as we walked out of the studio, Sean and I were about to go record our baseball segments, previewing Major League Baseball. We'll play one of those for you today. We got one for today, one for tomorrow, and one for Thursday. So we're going to go... Uh, West, East, Central. So the AL and NL West preview coming up later on in this show. Uh, AL and NL West today. Uh, AL and NL East tomorrow. And then AL and NL Central on uh, Thursday. We'll also have plenty of baseball commentary from the guys behind the glass. Jeff Safford, Andrew Houghton. But uh, in the midst of recording our baseball stuff, uh, we both got texts and tweets and all sorts of stuff. And uh, all of a sudden, our entire TV bit 
was irrelevant. So I think I got to go back in there and record some more stuff uh, because all of our projections, all the projections you could make about the Grizz men's basketball team are incredibly different uh, than they were even just 24 hours ago. Josh Bannon, first team all big sky power forward for the Grizz. He is on the move. He's on his way out. He's moving back to Australia to play professional basketball. Uh, He got a pretty lucrative offer, uh, sources say. And so he will uh, forego his final season at the University of Montana and will play professionally next year uh, in Melbourne, in the the city that he is from. So um, on one hand, it's shocking news because he is certainly um, one of the best players on the Grizz and I think probably inarguably the most important player on the Grizz. He's also the most talented player on the Grizz, hence why he's going pro. And uh, he's been, but it's also not surprising because he's been a pro since day one. So we'll break that down here right off the top as part of our Big Sky Spotlight. I tried to sneak that in because uh, we have a whole bunch of other stuff to get to today, but I had already planned most of the rest of the show for today when that news dropped. A whole bunch of other great stuff to get to today, though. First of all, our head coaching interview series with the state champion head coaches from around high school hoops here uh, in Montana continues. An old buddy of mine, Three Forks Finest, Lane Glass. He's the head coach now at Manhattan Christian, and he led Manhattan Christian to the Class C uh, state title earlier this year. Uh, but Lane's also a great hooper himself, played at Montana Western. I played City League with him in Bozeman for a couple years. And just an all-around awesome guy, so I can't wait to have Lane uh, on the show. About 4.30, our good buddy Pete Hamill will swing by because we have, at long last, our announcements for our Class AA and Class A girls and boys basketball players of the year. We got trophies, we got sports talk segments about them, and we'll also have some ESPN Missoula Sports Centers as well. Uh, about these young people. Uh, So that'll be fun. We'll do that uh, to round down uh, hour number one here. We also have our Treasure State Stars before the end of the first hour here today. Then the second hour, we'll play some Sean Rainey, talk some baseball. We'll also play a little blindside. And at some point, Tommy Evans wants to come here and stir up the world. He (laughs) is obsessing right now with the evolution of AI. He's totally freaking me out. Uh, but he's also hosting some good stuff over there uh, on the trail, 103.3 Montana's Quality Rock. So uh, he has the new show every Tuesday night from 6 to 7. So uh, he's still in the studio because of that. And so oftentimes he comes in and uh, stirs the pot. So we'll see what Tommy has to say uh, here about 545 today. But looking forward to have Tommy swing in the studio as well. So show outlook here on Nuanas now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's dive into our Big Sky Spotlight. It's presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. David Maldonado is the founder and owner of Maldonado Law. He was born and raised in Billings, graduated from West High, and served in the military. He did tours in Kosovo and Iraq, and he was awarded the Bronze Star. Uh, He, since then, has been one of the most successful trial attorneys in the state of Montana. He's a stellar public defender, but also... Uh, he is a great criminal defense lawyer, and anytime you're in any sort of a bind with the insurance companies, you've been injured in a car accident, you got a DUI uh, that you want to get off your record, Dave can help you with everything. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. Dave Maldonado, Maldonado Law, BigSkyDefender.com, the proud presenter of the Big Sky Spotlight. Uh, Andrew Houghton wrote a great feature on SkylineSportsMT.com about Josh Bannon. 
And the angle of the feature was primarily about Bannon and his um, his development into a pro prospect. And we're, when we say this guy's going pro, this guy is going pro. He's not leaving school early to enter the NBA draft, and then he's going to fall out of that. That's not even a part of the process. This guy's going home. He's got a contract. My sources didn't want me to talk about the stipulations of the contract. It will be public knowledge sooner or later, but he's making a sizable amount of money to return to his home country of Australia. So this is not chasing pro dreams. This is full-on affirming pro dreams. And uh, it's funny because Bannon is, it's just like my brother always says, when people ask, is that guy league? Is that guy NBA good? You either are or you aren't, and most guys that are NBA good or NBA good or, or at least NBA talented by the time they're like 17 years old. You can tell pretty darn early. Josh Bannon is that in, in a similar form, just not quite as high of a level. He was one of, if not the most pro-ready dudes in the big sky the day he stepped on Montana's campus. Uh, and then he adds you know, in, increased skills like ball handling and get to his own shot, and he, he continued to work on his body, became even better rebounder. He's always been an elite rebounder. And, uh, I mean, the dude has been a, a walking pro since his freshman year, and he was arguably, and maybe even not that big of an argument, the biggest pro prospect in the uh, Big Sky Conference this last year, even with some of his downfalls, even with some of his, you know, the hitch in his shot and his inconsistency shooting three-pointers. Because the dude's 6'10", and he's got bounce, and he's got great skill. He can play on the ball and off the ball. He can play as a facilitating guy and in the post. So Andrew wrote this great story about how he got to this point, and now he's chasing pro dreams. So, Andrew, just your reaction uh, to this news, because uh, on one hand, shocking for the Grizz. On the other hand, not that shocking for Josh Bannon, given just his natural gifts and his uh, ability to sort of hone and develop those gifts during his three years at Montana. Yeah, everything he just said, Coulter, the thing that stood out to me watching him, covering him, writing about him, the reason that I really wanted to write about him this year, and thankfully I didn't listen to myself and push it back until his senior <laughs> year. <laughs> totally, right? Uh, is that you can just see his progression so clearly. You talk about guys who get into the gym and work a lot. Yeah. He's had that, but he does that with a plan to target areas in his game and make himself a better player every offseason, so that's just fascinating to watch. I think that just adds into what you're saying. I mean, like you're saying, he came in as a guy with with his height, with his body, with his uh, motor, with his IQ, who was probably going to be a pro. What he's done in the last three years at Montana is what's enabled him to come out now and forego this last year of eligibility and become a pro already. And, you know, I think uh, it's just great for him being able to go back home and, you know, yeah. I've talked with him a lot about the pride that he feels for his home country of Australia and for the basketball tradition of Australia. And now he, he gets to go back home and, and chase that. No, it's now ESPN Radio. The news of the day, Josh Bannon, Grizz senior, or I guess a senior to be, I should say, uh, power forward. No longer he's headed to Australia to play professional basketball it's so interesting, too, because there's probably people out there that are saying, okay, if this guy is such a surefire pro, this is these are Montana's records during Bannon's three years. 15 and 13 overall, 7 and 9 in league his freshman year, 18 and 14 overall, and uh, 11 and 9 in league uh, two seasons ago, and then 17 and 14 overall, 10 and 7 in league this last year. So uh, certainly a winning record, but sort of a uh, middle-of-the-road Big Sky record. Um but that's sort of besides the point, right? And I think that's also why he's the type of guy, because of his work ethic and because of his upside, 
and just because of his basketball IQ, he's going to step into the Australian League and be just as productive as he was at Montana because he's going to be around better players. And he's also going to continue to keep getting better. He just plays such a pro-style game. That's why he's the best pro prospect the Grizz have had since Martin Broining. And that's not I'm not saying Josh Bannon or Martin Broining are better than Saeed Pridgett or Michael Ogine or Maud Rory or a lot of the great players they've had in between those guys, but it's very definitive why these guys are pros and why they're going to make money playing basketball for a long time. Yeah, he's always been a pro. He's never been an NBA guy, but but you're no, right. right, right. Uh, he just he can fit in on so many teams, and that's sort of what he had to go through at Montana here. I mean, he wasn't the guy at Montana until, what would you say, Colter, the middle of last year? Yeah, right. He certainly was this year, especially coming into this year before he, he, Anand Moody he, developed. He certainly was, and I also think that's like what makes Josh Bannon such a great pro is because he was the guy in a different form for the first 20 games of this year, and then he shifted right. to a completely different role and basically became Montana's point guard in the half court. And that's when Montana dominated. And to be able to show that and be like a six or seven assist a game guy, diamond it up to your off ball guards. I mean, incredible versatility. I mean, imagine like a, a comparable big doing that. Imagine Trebil Bello doing that. You can't even imagine. That's why it. I wrote about him. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, but, and that's why he's going to, he's so. Um enticing to pro teams, right? It's because you can slot him in wherever. Yeah. He's not going to go get you 30 points a night, but on the other hand, he's going to rebound. He can shoot if you kick it out to him. You can run a little bit of the offense through him. He's going to work hard on defense. Like, every pro team needs a 6'9 guy. Every pro team needs, like, six six nine guys who can do those things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, last point here, we'll hash this question out more later because, you know, it does – it's funny. Yeah, I did about an hour worth of podcasting with Riley Corkin last week talking about this last season and then, you know, sort of just the, the off-season speculation of what's to come for the Grizz. And same thing with our shoot at SWX last night. It's all relevant now because it's a completely different question. It's a completely different analysis. So we'll talk more about this later on in the week. But uh, just your instant reaction for what this does the Grizz because, you know, guys like Robbie Beasley or Lottell Martin or whatever, these guys can leave in the portal. There's another comparable guy waiting. There's not a Josh Bannon that's going to be waiting in the NCAA transfer portal that's going to be attainable for a school like Montana. No, there's no plug-and-play replacement for yeah. a guy as versatile and unique as that. So the Grizz are going to look a lot different next year than I think we thought they would 24 hours ago. Uh, and I think, you know, it answers the question about who this team is going to be built around. It's clearly going to be Anand Moody's team, right? He's going to be the guy with the ball in his hands a lot more. He's going to be counted on to sort of, you know, I think Moody was in a good place this year where his role could sort of build over the course of the season because Bannon was there. Next year, he's going to have to be that guy. I mean, everybody's going to be focusing on him him from the start of the season. Uh, So that answers one question there, but it's, you know, it changes your your X's and O's because, you know, Deshaun Thomas is not going to be running big, big pick and rolls. Yeah, you know, right. he's not going to be bringing the ball up the court. Nobody, Nobody's coming through that door who can do what Josh Bannon did. What I'm doing is, if you're, if you're going to go the portal route, what I'm doing is I'm going to get a, a big, aggressive, physical go- point guard. And then I'm going to bring Brandon Whitney off the bench or I'm going to play him off the ball. Because I think Whitney's been miscast as their point guard because he's six feet tall. But Whitney's at his best when he's in isolation situations and he's getting in the lane and he can be the scorer. He doesn't have to set anybody up because he's a great one-on-one scorer. That's what he is. He's a great defensive guy and a great one-on-one scorer. So, uh, you know, just in in the name of accentuating some of those other guys, because Thomas, Moody, they're both way better when they're off the ball. Uh, I just think you need you need that facilitator if you're going to have these other guys that 
I can't really create their own shot, but are great shooters in their own right. And now what you really need, Coulter, is they need to go and get a couple guys who can rebound the ball. And maybe Lalu Oki steps up into a bigger yeah. role. Uh, I don't know if he has years of eligibility left, but they need guys who can go get the ball on the glass now because, I mean, really we talk about the scoring, we talk about the playmaking. That was the biggest thing that Bannon did for the Grizz last year is just sort of keeping them from being overrun on the boards because they like to play small a lot. Yep. And then Deshaun Thomas is more of a stretch four guy. Bannon, the tail of the tape. Uh, 1,194 points. That's 19th in school history. He also had... Almost 700 rebounds, which is just outside the top 10. Uh, that's 11th in school history. And uh, pretty good uh, pretty good stat line for a guy that didn't even get a chance to play his senior year. Uh, the last note we'll give here on Josh Bannon is just that um, there's a lot of guys that are a great pleasure to cover because they're really fun to watch. There's also some guys that are just a great pleasure to cover because they're just really, really good people. And Josh Bannon was not only fun to watch, but he was also – just really fun to to get to know. I mean, he, he he came on this show willingly and cheerfully, frequently, and uh, he's always a great interview, always gracious with his time. We talked to him after wins. We talked to him after losses. Uh, he's a very high IQ guy, both in terms of basketball IQ and just generally really smart guy. And so it was just fun getting to know him, and uh, we wish him uh, the best in, in, in all his future might bring. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. That's our Big Sky Spotlight, presented by Maldonado Law. Don't fight the insurance companies yourself. Give Dave and his team at Maldonado Law a call, BigSkyDefender.com. Uh, Dave, one of the most successful trial attorneys in all of Western Montana, and he can help you no matter what sort of legal bind you might find yourself in, BigSkyDefender.com. We jump in now to our Prep Extra, presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. We've been making the rounds with the head coaches from uh, various state champions from uh, this last couple weeks ago, I guess now. It's been a couple weeks since the state basketball championships. I mean, we've heard from a variety of them. And uh, here in just a sec, we're going to hear from Manhattan Christian head coach Lane Glaus, his team, uh, the Class C state champions. Look, sounds like we do have Lane on the line. Lane, what's up, my man? Congratulations on the state title. How you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's been going on? <laughs> I know. Long time no see, buddy. It's been good. Things are, things are going well. A little quieter now that the hoop season's over. So uh, miss it, but it's kind of nice. A little, little bit relaxing. Well, this does start at the very beginning then. Take us through this recent run because Manhattan Christian's always been uh, successful in basketball, but uh, you guys have taken it to another level, and it's always fun to to watch uh, the way that Class C plays out because the tournament format's so fun. You know, there's a lot of teams, a lot of mystery teams you haven't seen in a long time, but at the end of the day, you guys are the last one standing. So uh, what did it take? I mean, how are you guys able to put together yet another great run? Yeah, I... You know, we we talk about this often with our boys. Uh, and, you know, being at a Christian school, it's something we um, can point to and, and talk about with our kids. But, you know, we, we start with that. We kind of put our focus on our, our faith. And, you know, with that, character growth um, for the boys. We, we focus on, you know, team values with our kids. And we have, we have six uh, um, principles that we kind of hone in. And... You know, the key one's humility. We really talk to our boys about what that means. Um, we always bring up a quote uh, from C.S. Lewis. 
um, humility is not thinking um, less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So if they can, they can kind of understand that, and and we look at at that in all different ways. Um, then it's a little easier to to play offense and defense together. So kind of starts there, I think. And you know, we we also know that we wouldn't be playing this game and, and wouldn't be here without uh, God. So credit goes there. But you know, outside of that, our boys put in a ton of time. They they love being in the gym, and it's kind of a credit to Jeff Belich the the culture he created um, before I got here. You know, kids just love to play basketball. So they they start when they're young. They have a little Eagles program that's got, you know, for a C school, it's amazing how many kids participate in that at a young age. And then from that point on, you know, you got families and junior high coaches and, you know, community members that support. And, you know, it's kind of a, a group effort. But, you know, through the years, I think it's, it's kind of built that way. Lane Glass joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Lane is the head coach of the Manhattan Christian Boys Basketball Team for the second year in a row, the Class C Boys State Champions. Uh, the old Pat Riley saying goes that the only thing harder than winning a championship in hoops is repeating as champions. So uh, just take us through that element of it. I mean, what was it like going for the, the second consecutive? And, and just compare and contrast the seasons. What was it like repeating as state champions? Oh man, that's that's the truth, and you know I think you know if you win it, then um, there there can be a target on your back, and and teams definitely get up to play you. And this year at state um, had a tough first round game, second round game, won in overtime, um, championship tight game. Um, Big Sandy came back on us and and made it tight down the stretch, so it was a lot tougher. Um, year two, it's you know, and we we lost some good seniors too. We had a couple um, guys that were that w- that had a lot of size and had a couple scores and and just some good um, leaders on that team that left us. But yeah, credit to to those teams we played at state. They made it tough on us, and you know, all those games could have went either way, especially that that belt game in the the semifinals. Wade Glass, Manhattan Christian head coach, joining us uh, here on Nuanas Now. It's our prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. And, Lane, you mentioned Coach Belich, who's a guy I got to know pretty good during my time when I was at the Bozeman Chronicle. And then, you know, he's always hooping in the City League, too, so you see him around all the time. And uh, he did such yeah. a great job there, and, and there was such great tradition and and prestige and success uh, under coach Belich and then I know he he uh moved on and and is helping out in a variety of different other ways now but uh what did you learn from yeah. sort of uh him and and what was that like taking over a program for a guy that had had so much success there at Manhattan Christian oh I've, I've learned a lot from from Jeff I actually uh stepped into his athletic director role as well and he's been instrumental in and in getting me through um, year one with a, a steep learning curve, but you know the the one thing um, that I really uh, noticed coming in is and just all the kids love to play. You know it was it was something that they um, love to do in the spring, summer, any tournament that you um, that you have available for the kids. Every one of them wants to get into it, and um, I, I'd say that's the biggest thing. There's just a there's a love for the game, and that that speaks to how he coached and, and the time and effort that he um, put in with the program. And he did a lot of, um, a lot of 
work setting up Little Eagles. And he, he did a lot of work on um, getting a lot of tournaments out here. So, you know, playing was available uh, to the kids here. And I think that that has a huge effect because the more kids you get interested, the more kids you get playing out here, um, the easier it is for the coach. So uh, I'm trying to keep that going. Well, very cool. It's fun to hear all the stories. I mean, in your estimation, though, what what did you think of just Class C in general this year? I mean, there was some some teams that made great runs all the way to the state tournament, and I know like a team like Lesser Christian, for example, a, a undefeated all the way until uh, the semis, but then bounced there before they get to the title game. So, I mean, what did you just think of the, the classification of the division this year? Man, I just tough. Had a lot a lot of tough teams. Even we had two teams in our district that, that I thought could have competed at State, Harrison um, and West Yellowstone, and they didn't even make it out of divisionals. And then you had a team like Harlow get beat out that had a you know a great season up to that point. I think um, Freud was another team that didn't make it to State. So I, I think there's a lot of parity um, across the state in Class C this year. A lot of, a lot of great, talented teams and a lot of great coaches. What's the hard, What was the hardest part of this runner? What, what were the thing? What's the thing you're the most proud of your kids uh, overcoming? Because there's always speed bumps along the way, no matter how successful you are. Uh, yeah, well, we I, I'd say the biggest thing, the the adversity that came our way this year was was injuries. Yeah, we had two of our starters um, within the first two three weeks had pretty bad ankle sprains, so. They ended up sitting out. One of them sat out three weeks. Another sat out four weeks. So we were we were kind of moving guys in that hadn't spent a lot of time on varsity um, early on, and and we struggled. We had a stretch where we weren't playing great ba- basketball. Got got beat by West, and we had a couple close um, games against our rivals, and wasn't looking good. And um, just the the way that we worked those seniors back in. Um, was was pretty amazing to see because sometimes when you when you start um, working guys in, especially mid-season, you know, there's always egos that you battle on every team, and that can come into play. And I felt like, you know, guys were selfless as we we went through that, and you know, that kind of led to us gelling at the right time, right before the postseason, and you know, it ended ended up being huge for us. I didn't know how that was going to go. Well, very cool. So fun uh, to recap all of it. So fun to make the rounds and catch up uh, with all of these state champions. Lane Glaus, the head coach of the Manhattan Christian boys, uh, they were the Class C boys basketball state champions uh, this last year. Last thing for you then, Lane, I mean, how are you remember this specific group and uh, what's the process going to be like uh, moving into next year? But more importantly, just how, how will you remember these guys when you look back on this team? Oh, I man, we had we had a great season. I I love these boys. It's it's pretty pretty special um, coaching a team um, that kind of buys into what we want to do with them. And we we talked we we stole this from Baylor um, Scott Drew's program, but they always talk about well, we want a culture of of joy. You know, you put Jesus first, then you put others ahead of yourself, and then your yourself last. And if you do that, then you know a team can kind of kind of bind together and we had a group of uh, leaders and specifically seniors that they really bought into that it was a group that that didn't care you know who who scored the most or um, who got the credit whose name was in the, in the paper you know it was more about serving each other than anything else and 
you know, I'll look back on, on the season and, and remember that um, the most. And, yeah, we'll, we'll miss those seniors. It'll be, it'll be tough to, to come back. But, you know, that's the, the beauty of coaching. Each, each year it, it starts over fresh and there's new challenges. Well, it's great to hear from you, buddy. On a personal note, I'm glad you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. I think it's so cool that you're uh, coaching high school hoops and you guys are having such great success. And uh, thanks so much for making some time today, man. Hey, you're welcome, buddy. Coulter, same. It was, it was great hearing from you. Um, always good catching up. So can't wait till next time. There you go. Lane Glass, head coach of the Manhattan Christian Eagles, the Class C Boys Basketball State Champions. Man, I'm telling you, Lake Glass is a bucket, man. He's so fun to play hoops with. He scores it like almost nobody ever. I'm serious. He's like a um, Bozeman City League legend. Love that guy and uh, loved hooping with him uh, back in the day. Good to hear from him. Glad he's still helping out and uh, contributing uh, to the youth here in Montana. This is Nuanas Now. We're talking all about the youth of Montana, and we got something I've wanted for so long, and we finally did it. We got awards. We're passing out accolades, we got trophies, we got personalized sports centers for some kids that we'll send out later on uh, in the month as well. We got Pete Hamill in studio with us next. He is the uh, Montana State Rep for Vertical Raise, a great online fundraising platform, and they are the sponsors of our Vertical Raise Class AA and Class A Girls and Boys Basketball Players of the Year. We got our choices, four athletes all told, that's next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Nuan is now here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN MT app. You can also always stream the show on 1029ESPN.com. We are not on TV today because Grizz Softball is on TV. So Riley Corcoran, Ace Sourwine on the call on SWX Montana Television. The uh, Grizz Softball team playing a doubleheader against the University of Providence uh, from up there in Great Falls. The Grizz took uh, the first game of this doubleheader, and uh, now they got the Argos... Uh, on the diamond for round two here. So that's why we're not on SWX, but we'll be back on uh, TV tomorrow. It's been great pleasure getting all the way back into high school sports. I've been talking about that for a while, but when I was in newspapers, I covered a ton of preps, 
And then I got out of preps because we were just exclusively covering Big Sky Conference sports at Skyline Sports. And then when Skyline and ESPN became partners, I've been able to go all the way back in on high school sports. And this year, I got to go to the high school state tournament for the first time in nine years, which was really, really fun. Uh, hanging out in Butte, watching the Class AA uh, tournament. Got to make it to like seven or eight games. And I, it's just great being around the kids and, and uh, being around all the positivity. And it's really fun uh, watching it all play out. We also came up with this great idea. Mostly this guy came up with this great idea. Pete Hamill joins me in studio. He's from Vertical Rays. Vertical Rays, a great online fundraising platform. You can use it uh, for high school sports, but also a variety of other uh, different benefits of Vertical Rays. And they said, uh, Pete and and the people over at Vertical Rays said, hey, let's partner. Let's do uh, some awards here for Class AA and Class A boys and girls basketball. So now we have our winners. So uh, thanks for being here, man. This is a great idea. This was really fun. It like It's like it's like playing fantasy baseball it makes it more fun to play, to, to watch baseball, right? This is like diving in and monitoring the stats and calling the coaches and stuff. It was cool. This is a great idea. Thanks for uh, being here. Yeah, man, and, and thanks for having me. And, and it has been a really fun idea. We kind of did it uh, on a weekly basis with football, which yeah. I thought was awesome. And like you said, um, made me pay closer attention and you yeah. really start following stuff. And it's a, it's a good way to do things. And beyond that, um, I get a kick out of recognizing exceptional performances from the kids. So makes all the sense in the world. And um, I'm glad you were on board. Let's do it. Uh, the 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 number one that we didn't have to debate hardly at all. Pete was with me at the Class AA state tournament in uh, Butte, and we went to the boys state championship. It was boys first and then girls second. So we made sure to get there early and get good seats to watch Hellgate and Billings West. And the game itself actually turned into a runaway because Hellgate played so unbelievably well. And the linchpin, the centerpiece of it, he is our Class AA boys basketball player of the year from Missoula Hellgate senior Connor Dick. Uh, this kid, I mean, talk about going out on top, man. I mean, he had one of the great state championship game performances I've ever seen uh, to just win in a runaway, and his team goes and wins by 20 in the state title game behind 28 points from Connor Dick. Yeah, and I, I thought, I mean, the second half really was where Connor shined. I mean, there was, like, a bunch of athletes from West kind of athleticism-wise jumping off the page, and I thought that Donovan Head Swift really kept Hellgate in it in the first half. For but, sure. But, yeah, I mean, the second half, Connor Dick, what a signature performance. What a way to go out. Um, I've been in a state championship game before where I did not play well, and so um, it's really cool to see somebody have probably one of his best games in the state title. It was uh, He played a remarkable game, uh, had a remarkable season, and he definitely deserves to be the AA player of the, of the year, and I agree. There was not much discussion about it. The, the, highest, the things we put high priorities on, obviously being a productive player, and Dick was, was very productive, averaged almost 16 points per game, almost seven rebounds per game. Also uh, had you know a pretty good number of assists despite being sort of the offensive focal point. Shot almost 53% from the floor and uh, made about three out of four out of his free throws. There was some other guys that really uh, sort of pushed our radar a little bit, but the consistency from start to finish, plus the fact that they just went out on top and, and rolled to their first state championship in 10 years, Hellgate did. It made it just a slam dunk for me. So uh, Connor actually came in here the Monday after state. Uh, so maybe we'll play a little bit more of that interview a little later on. But uh, we'll figure out a way uh, to get these trophies and these sports centers to these kids. But congratulations uh, to all the winners, starting with Connor Dick, our vertical raise Class AA Boys Basketball Player of the Year. Uh, uh, the other uh, young man we chose... 
He comes from the Class A state champions, and uh, this was basically a three-horse race, and then it became a two-horse race because we decided uh, if there was going to – and this has been the number one storyline here for Class A boys basketball on this show all all season long was the potential rematch. And we didn't get the potential rematch, but Lewistown, the Fergus County Golden Eagles, they did get – uh, a chance at redemption, and that was led by Royce Robinson. So this thing for the Class A Boys Basketball Player of the Year, it really came down to two players. Dougie Peoples, who absolutely deserving of being the Montana Gatorade Basketball Player of the Year. That was named a couple weeks ago. And then Royce Robinson, the senior captain uh, for Lewistown. And uh, the reason we went with Royce, for a variety of reasons, first of all, uh, he's just an outstanding player. I mean, he averaged uh, more than 20 points per game, 7.5 rebounds per game, 3.8 assists, and also was great with almost two and a half steals a game. But also, he played his best when his best was needed. He he dropped 23 against Butte Central early on in the year. That was Butte Central's only regular season loss. Uh, He had 30-plus in both of Lewistown State tournament wins to get to the state championship game, and uh, then he lit it up in the chipper against Dillon as well. The other guy from Lewistown we considered was Fisher Brown as one of the leading scorers in the state. But Robinson, being a senior uh, that's what gave him the nod. And uh, so congratulations, Royce Robinson, the Class A Boys Basketball Player of the Year, uh, presented by Vertical Rays. Pete Hamill from Vertical Rays in studio with us. Uh, anything to add here on Royce? No, I mean, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, it was a two-horse race. It was the Dougie Peoples versus Royce Robinson showdown. I was really considering going to Bozeman and watching that game. If, For sure. If, they got, if it happened, right? Yeah, if they got a rematch and we were kind of on the fence and then ended up going to Butte. But, I mean, to... To get that win over Butte Central in the regular season and then to drop 30 in the state final um, on the way to a state championship. And uh, that guy was the linchpin of that team, and he no question deserves it. I'm on board with that one as well. Vertical Rays is an outstanding online uh, fundraising platform. Uh, You can use it in a variety of different ways. They have all sorts of -of state-of-the-art technology to help uh, you, your organization, specifically your high school sports team, raise money. Visit verticalraise.com to learn more about how they can help you and your organization. In Class A, for the girls, there was a bunch of great individual talents, including some from here in western Montana. And Lane Kearns was the name that popped up a lot from Hamilton High School. Elise Abbey from Laurel was also a name we heard a ton about. But at the end of the day, the Haver High School girls have a dynasty going and they have a centerpiece on that dynasty. And Yelena Miller, she missed most of the first half of the season for the Haver girls. But then she came back, and you talk about impacting winning. Haver started out 5-4, and four, even though they were gunning for a third straight state championship. Yelena Miller comes back, they don't lose again. Uh, they reeled off 15 straight wins to end the season, including 13 with Yelena Miller uh, as sort of the anchor on the block. And so even though she only played 13 games this year, she was a first-team All-State selection each of the last two years before this year as well. And uh, then she saved her best for when her best was needed as well. 21 points in the state championship game against Harden. She also had 25 against Billing Central to help uh, have her advance to the state championship game. So our girls basketball player of the year from Class A uh, from Haver High School, Elena Miller, a senior uh, there for the Blue Ponies after helping lead them to their third consecutive uh, class A girls state title. They've won four out of the last five, and the only one they didn't win was the one that got called off because of the uh, the, the COVID year. So uh, impressive run by Haver, and uh, she's been 
a key contributor there. Three in a row is pretty impressive. Yeah, and we had talked about giving it to the the entire Haver girls team just because they're such a force. But I did not know that stat about them starting five and four, and then uh, Elena Miller coming back and not losing another game. That's remarkable. Yeah, um, and I think it speaks um, speaks to her importance and speaks to her leadership and and what a great player she is. So congratulations, Elena. I was uh, I was geeking out last night. Huddle. And all the new technology is crazy. And the fact that, you know, even in Haver, you just got highlight tapes of every single person. Mm-hmm. But I was re-watching some of these games. And uh, Haver is just a machine. The way that they move the ball. I mean, Elena Miller averaged like 13 points and, and 8 rebounds a game last year. Those are monstrous stats for on a team like Haver because they have so many players that can hurt you. And that's how they play it all year long. They have multiple girls with 8, 10, 12 points. So, um Pretty interesting. That brings us then to the one that I thought was the most challenging because I thought there was the most worthy candidate. So that's our Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year. This is all presented by Vertical Rays. And uh, we, uh, you know, I, I was I was waffling on Kennedy Moore for a while. She's the outstanding junior post from Kalispell Flathead. Led the Brave Vets all the way to the state championship game. Layla Bauman was the, the the top senior for Billings West, the eventual state champion at the Class AA level. Courtney Grossman was the standout of the state title game. She hit the, the go-ahead three that I thought was the pivotal moment as West swung the momentum back in their favor uh, to, to displace Kalispell and, and win that state title. Uh, so we consider Grossman from Billings West as well. Brianna Williams is absolutely the, the highest-level player in Montana and is probably the highest-level player this state's seen since, I don't know, maybe Jill Barta, maybe Jocelyn Tinkle. Brianna Williams is outstanding. She's an unbelievable individual talent. Her production is undeniable. I mean, she's 22 points a game, 11 rebounds per game. Absolutely deserved the Gatorade Player of the Year. But this all came down to then what, what I watched throughout the season. Who changes the game the most? Who is the most... Uh, irreplaceable player. Who's the the player that impacts the game the most on both sides of the ball? And so we bring it all the way back around uh, to right here as we broadcast out of the ESPN MT studio here in Missoula. And our girls basketball double-A player of the year is Alex Coville, a senior at Missoula Hellgate. Uh, All of the different ways you could possibly measure this, it, it, it all came down to just her production being absolutely undeniable. She's in the top three in the state in scoring, almost 17 points per game. She's in the top three in the state in rebounding, almost 11 rebounds per game. And then her block shots numbers are uh, no, nothing short of historic. I mean, she had almost 100 block shots this year. She averaged almost five block shots per game. She had a triple-double this year with 11 blocks in a single game. And uh, all those things combined with the fact that I think she has a chance as she goes now to the Pac-12 to play for Cami Etheridge at Washington State to really be uh, an even better player because she has developed so much. She's become uh, so good at you know from the free throw line and in the post and all of it. But her upside is unbelievable at six foot six, and I think that once she gets around you know Pac-12 training regiment, Pac-12 caliber teammates, and uh, She's playing at an even higher elevated level, and when she's not quite so much the focal point either. I mean, that was the thing that happened, especially in the state tournament, was everybody was just doubling and tripling this this young lady. I mean, they they were just triple teaming her in the post, and uh, so that you know that limited what Hellgate could get done. Uh, but I, I just find it fascinating sometimes because 
you know, the pundits, the haters, they'll say, well, this this young lady's only she's six foot six. Of course, that's the only reason she's good. That's not true, though. She has great defensive IQ. She moves really well. She's really good at rotating uh, on the weak side, protecting the rim. She can shoot. You know, the mid range jumper. She's a great free throw shooter as well. I mean, she's one of the best free throw shooters in the state of Montana. So I just thought uh, when it all came around, this there was so many worthy candidates for Class AA Girls Basketball Player of the Year, but Alex Coville. Uh, she was just a, a notch above just in terms of her versatility, especially uh, on the defensive side. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that Brianna Williams was awesome in the state tournament, and it was really fun to get a chance to watch her play. Um, and I thought that Courtney Grossman was exceptional in the sure. state title game. Um, and I gave you a little bit of pushback on who we were going to pick for this because, um, number one, I thought Courtney did a great job in a game that mattered and, and probably yeah, totally. uh, won her team a state title. Um, and I also don't want people to think this is just a Missoula award, um, and that was important. But um, when you throw these numbers out um, that Alex had, it's it's pretty clear that that this is a no-brainer of a decision. And and congratulations to Alex and go Cougs! Congratulations to all. Pete is a uh, a Cordelano, uh native, so he's got some ties over there uh, in Pullman. Congratulations to all of our winners: our Double A boys winner Connor Dick, our Double A girls winner Alex Coville. Each of Missoula Hellgate, our Class A boys winner Royce Robinson of Fergus County Golden, uh, the Fergus County Golden Eagles there in Lewistown, and then our Girls A Player of the Year, Elena Miller of Haver High School. Uh, before we get you out of here, Pete, just tell people about Vertical Race because if you want to get involved, if you want a great online fundraising platform for any of your sporting organizations, this is the guy to call, this is the guy to get a hold of because they can help you raise a lot of money in a very diverse way. So, I mean, just tell people, I mean, what makes this one different than, than maybe other uh, online fundraising platforms? Well, I think the first one is we're pretty straightforward. Um, there's not really no games, no hidden fees, none of that stuff. Um, we just consistently deliver the biggest checks. Um, of there are a few different companies that do this, and uh, we deliver the biggest checks out of all of them. Uh, I think the customer service thing, man. Uh, you know, I have really enjoyed getting back into this community and starting to contribute. And the the football trophy thing was cool, and this is really cool. And getting to know the kids is um, is a great thing. And you know, we we show up and we do things in person, and we want to be part of the community and and part of the the schools and really make a positive difference. But yeah, Vertical Rays itself is a, a peer-to-peer online donation platform. And it's a really easy way to raise a bunch of money for your group uh, pretty quickly. And um, it's really started to pick up a lot of steam in Montana. A lot of schools are starting to see the benefit with it. And um, yeah, if anybody needs help, probably the easiest way to reach out to me is on Instagram. Our handle is at um, verticalrays406. So. If you need help with fundraising, uh, hit us up, and we will take care of it for you. Vertical Raise leads the industry in amount raised per campaign and net profit checks to coaches by combining multiple streams of donations for amazing results. Visit verticalraise.com to learn more or hit these guys up on Instagram. Thanks for spearheading this, man. I can't wait to give these kids their trophies. Yeah, um, thanks for being on board with the idea. I think it's really cool. The trophies are beautiful. Uh, we should probably give a shout-out to All-American Trophy for doing for a sure. great job. Yeah, they did a great the job. Trophies, they look awesome. Um, so, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Anybody that's tuning in and you know these young people, or maybe the young people themselves are tuning in, uh, we'll be in touch. We got some trophies for you. We got some uh, custom sports centers, which will also play uh, on the radio airwaves as well, sort of commemorating these deals and, and talking about all the, the ins and outs and the exploits of these young people. And uh, 
anybody and everybody out there, thanks so much for listening and participating uh, in what has been a great thing that I've wanted to do for a long time, our vertical raise. Boys and girls, Class AA and Class A basketball players of the year. And we're doing it next year, too, so get ready. Let's go. We'll bring this back next year. we got some ideas for football as well, so a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe. So happy to be partnered here uh, with Vertical Rays. Uh, at all-time, Grizz Great, one of the great favorite players and coaches in University of Montana history. He's got himself a new job. That leads our Treasure State stars. Keep it right here. Storm is now ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. I'm in a country mood. That's just how it goes sometimes. A little Whiskey Myers here for you on your Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. It's Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. The ESPN MT app and streaming live on 1029ESPN.com. We are not on SWX Montana Television today because uh, the Grizz softball team, in the midst of a doubleheader, Against the University of Providence, uh, Grizz up two nothing in the second game of the double dip. It's the bottom of the second inning, and the Grizz are at the dish right now. Uh, Riley Corcoran, our good buddy, uh, voice of the Grizz, as well as Ace Sourwine, who's the voice of Lady Grizz, and also dabbling in some other uh, broadcasting there for the University of Montana. They're both on the call here on SWX, so um, that's fun. Grace Hardy, a Missoula, Montana product. Is at the dish right now for the Grizz softball team, so we'll let you know uh, how this thing plays out. Let's uh, let's do our weekly installment of our Treasure State Stars. It's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place in Western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Treasure State Star number one, great friend of mine and uh, one of my favorite football friends is. Uh, now the new head coach at the University of Mary. Chan Schillinger, a multiple-time All-American here uh, at the University of Montana as a safety who then went on to play a handful of years in the National Football League. How about that? On cue, the Missoula, Montana native goes yard. Grace Hardy, moonshot, solo home run for the Grizz. Um, anyways, back to the point. Chan Schillinger played five years in the NFL and then got into the coaching world and uh, made a couple stops before returning to his alma mater. And uh, he coached at Montana for five years, and his return kind of coincided with mine. He moved back here in 2016, I moved back here in 2017. But Shannon and I uh, are the exact same age, and uh, known him since we were living in the dorms. Uh, he was roommates with one of my high school best friends, Jace Palmer, when they lived in the dorms when they were playing for the Grizz. So known Shannon since we were teenagers. He's always been such a great dude, and uh, he's always been such a great uh, source of information for me, just in terms of talking football. And he's always been a great go-to interview and. Uh, it's been fun just following his path, and now here he is, his first head coaching gig. So he will take over at University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, which is a Division II school. Uh, he is from Baker, which is basically North Dakota. And uh, actually, it's funny, I Googled it. Baker's 208 miles from Bismarck, so a couple hours, but uh, not nearly as far away from uh, Baker as it is from Missoula. Uh his wife, though, Shan's wife, also is from North Dakota as well. So it's a fun opportunity for Shan. Um, happy for him, and uh, we'll see how he does. It's, it's a challenging job for sure. Uh, University of Mary's just, they've had a hard time finding their niche just in terms of recruiting because a lot of times they lose some of the best in-state kids there in North Dakota to a lot of the Frontier Conference schools, and they also lose a lot of the Montana kids to the Frontier Conference schools as well. But maybe 
uh, Shan can figure out a way to to get it rolling there. But uh, we'll see. I, I know that he's always wanted to be a head coach, and he comes from great coaching lineage. His uncle Don, uh, I believe, the all-time leader in the history of Montana high school football uh, in overall wins. So Shan Schillinger, our first Treasure State star. Uh, for the week. Thursday start number two, Josh Bannon. We talked about his transfer right off the top. But Bannon uh, was just not only a great player, but he's also just a stellar guy to cover. He was always very engaging. He's very smart and has a very high basketball IQ, so it's very fun talking hoops with him. He was always gracious with his time, whether it was grabbing him after a, uh, a win or a loss on the court or you know, he called into this show a couple times. He was our Grizz Star of the Week more than any other Grizz the last couple years. And uh, so just from a personal perspective, just, you know, the work we do with these guys, uh, we'll miss him because he was just a, a great person to have here on the radio and uh, to interview for our stories at SkylineSportsMT.com as well. Thursday star number three, a guy we talked about quite a bit when he was a senior at Billing Skyview. He's now playing basketball at NIC. It's Julius Mims. Julius Mims. Uh, threatened the state high jump record his senior year at Billings Skyview. He was an outstanding track guy, uh, but he decided to go the JC route, and uh, he was a six foot seven guy for Skyview his senior year. But he's grown now to six foot nine, and uh, the former Midland Roundtable Athlete of the Year, he was North Idaho's leading scorer this last season, averaged almost seventeen points per game there at North Idaho College in Coeur d'Alene. Mims also. Uh, averaged about ten point or ten rebounds, excuse me, per game, and he led NIC to a twenty-eight and one record. So, um, Mims, I, I expect will get some offers. I mean, seventeen and ten is pretty darn good. That's a competitive league, and, and NIC's always done a great job of getting guys out and getting them up to the Division One level. So, we'll let you know what we hear on Julius Mims, but pretty cool for him. Uh, Northwest Athletic Conference All Region uh, East First Team and Defensive Player of the Year as official accolades there. Uh, at NIC this last year. Thursday star number four, how about a trio of wrestlers from here uh, in the state of Montana? Mason Christian, Keon Hernandez, and Logan Cole. They all placed at the high school nationals wrestling tournament uh, over the weekend. Christian won the Class AA state title at 285 pounds this last season and then 182 pounds the year before uh, for Butte. He finished third in the national championship division at 220 pounds. Hernandez, who's a three-time state champion from Billings West, uh, he finished fourth at 120 pounds in the junior division. And then Cole, who was the Class AA runner-up at 160 pounds this last year at Billings Senior, he finished seventh in the 152-pound junior division. So uh, congratulations to all three of those young men, Mason Christian, Keon Hernandez, and Logan Cole, for their outstanding performance at the high school nationals wrestling tournament. And then the last Treasure State star, all the athletes out there competing in spring sports right now because <laughs> today it was a little sunny. I got my shorts on, but uh, it's certainly more winter than it is spring already. And uh, so whether it's the Grizz softball team that now leads 4 nothing over Providence or any and all the high school track athletes out there uh, or anybody that's competing uh, in <laughs> what my mom used to always call the coldest winter sport, early spring sports in Montana. Uh, keep on going. Sunnier times are ahead. By the time May rolls around, uh, you'll be hardened and tough, and the sun will be shining. So uh, keep on going for all those spring athletes out there that are competing uh, in the sometimes blustery, snowy, even blizzardy conditions here uh, around the state of Montana. 
Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. How about some Major League Baseball? How about some Blindside? How about some chaos? All of it next. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.